Are we doing an intro? Is this the intro? Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hold My Bread. I am your host, Matt Backus, with your other host, Joel Wachowski. Hello, breadheads. Gather around and join the gluten gang. It is time to carbo-load. You're listening to Hold My Bread, the $10,058.99 podcast. Whoa! We're back in the five figures. Good to be here, folks. We did it at long last. So we recorded another guest episode. I think uh, a lot of you guys liked last week's. I thought it was kind of bad, personally. Me, I was bad. But we had on Chick McGee from the Bob and Tom show. And if you want to get that hardcore finance, if you want to talk balance sheets, uh, you know, EPS, yield rates. This might not be your episode, to be completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's a looser one. It's a fun one, though. It's loose, uh, but it's fun. It's not as heavily uh, finance focused. Yeah, I mean, we did talk primarily about steakhouses in Indianapolis and the NCAA tournament. So I will give that caveat off the top. Um, anything big going on in the world of finance before we get into it? Well, it is St. Patrick's Day on the day of this recording, on the day of my daughter's wedding. No, on the day of St. Patrick's Day. Uh, and I thought that was interesting because statistically, um, St. Patrick's Day is uh, one of the stock market's best days. So maybe that's why we're, we're up a little bit. Our portfolio is up. Ooh, because now this is the day where all the snakes are driven into the profit Ooh. That's right. <laughs> Let's go put a, a leprechaun hat on that bull in Wall Street. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's, you know, I read an article this morning that just said who, nobody really know, It could just be a statistical fluke. But for whatever reason, St. Patrick's Day has historically been one of the best days of the year for Wall Street. Um, the uh, S&P 500 uh, and the SPX going back to 20 years has been up consistently and ended higher on the 17th, uh, four out of uh, or four fifths of the time, with an average gain of about 0.72%, which I thought was interesting. Well, this is kind of the first day of spring, you know, like this is the first day where it's like winter's over. So it is kind of like the first distillation of optimism on the calendar. So maybe that could account for it. Yeah, I don't. Uh... I, I don't doubt that. Yeah, I don't, I don't doubt that at all. I mean, what? Why, why do Wall Street tycoons love the Irish? They don't celebrate this as a holiday. There's no trader work getting off work. They get off early enough as it is. So, NBD to me. Yeah, I mean, it's probably just random. I don't think it really has like the Wall Street. You know, they don't recognize it as a as a uh, holiday on the wall street you know like I, don't know. Says, I think there is something too because when people are happy they spend money and when money spent the stock market as a whole generally goes up and today it was the stock market was a pendulum baby it, it was volatile as hell you saw it kind of really crater in the morning and then past the open by the middle of the afternoon it was pretty wild yeah i mean it'd be swinging It'd be swinging left, it'd be swinging right, it'd be swinging all the snakes to the early night. Uh, late, late night, early night, who knows? I was trying to make that rhyme happen. It didn't work. Um, 
why uh what, what what's up with our portfolio ccv is recovering of course there was never any doubt we have 102 shares of one of the best uh, ev companies in the world and i was always gonna keep holding that just because the transportation bubble has not burst on ev the ceo of lucid was on kramer last night and yeah these cars look great the brand is great those design elements that actually have like a big impact on consumers look great and also like if we are in the era of speculative things affecting the market the rumors of a partnership with apple are you know not nothing wait a minute you churchill capital or lucid is maybe going to partner with apple yeah yeah to de design their interfaces to maybe work on battery lives like there's a lot of elements in that like apple especially with um one of their competencies as a firm is that they have a pretty amazing control of their supply chains and with that they're actually able to take the inventory out of the opponent's hands so if there's any partnership between ccv and uh, ccv lucid i don't know what they're called and apple it would be a boon to them but it would also probably like you know kind of hurt the competitors i i realized that was a big point let me put it in a nutshell all right when the ipad came out they made certain they bought up all the components for years in advance so no one could replicate an ipad so i think that same kind of approach to just like getting key parts, creating something proprietary and hard to replicate. I mean, th that's probably the biggest asset you could get, even like outside of like people kind of dumbly and blindly and correctly backing Apple products. Yeah, I mean, the the the, the market share is there. The cult of Apple is real. It's uh, the AirPods are everywhere. iPhones are everywhere. Uh, every kid that is on, every kid's playing roblox on their ipad that's what they're playing it on every kid i mean you ever see a you ever see a kid with like an android tablet i don't ever see those they don't exist they've never happened there's room what what, if, what what's more likely to be seen in the wild a yeti or a microsoft surface pro yeah <laughs> uh well you know for it depends on if you're at a an, an nfl game or not yeah they hey we could have the Yeti. He could be a good old lineman. You, you, you wax that Brazilian boy. You'd line him up at right guard. You are doing business. I know Mahomes and the Chiefs could use it. Okay, we don't need any more football talk. Yeah, there's a lot of football talk in this yeah, episode. We talked too much about football, and I didn't know this guy. And like, he was a really great dude. I liked him a lot. But like, to sometimes I just would talk about what I know about his world, and he's a ohio state backer and there's natural conversations we have and uh yeah well we gotta at least we made money in the market today if we lost money and we put out a finance podcast talking about indian saint elmo's shrimp cocktail and the washington football team i'd feel pretty bad yeah but i mean you know this is definitely a different episode but it's a good episode i think we had some good laughs Chick's well, we a made great money guest today and... so we're good i said if yeah. we lost money today right. i'd be bad but we didn't we're cool yeah we're great we're great so yeah. uh this is a good episode enjoy it uh yeah, and if make you're sure dis... you follow it, what's well, that? sorry yeah join the patreon we got seven of you guys we appreciate it we we know the same ones that you are listening every week and hey 
If um, you guys don't like this episode, let me just point out we made eight hundred bucks in the market today. Fucko. So yeah, fucko. That's why we're talking to Alex Smith. <laughs> that's why we're taking the afternoon off and talking to my boy Chick McGee because we made eight hundred dollars. We kick our feet back. Yeah, if you got a problem with that, fuck you. <laughs> uh, please don't leave I our live Patreon. Two oh nine Kent Street in Brooklyn. All right. I'm going to go to bed. I'm All right. Toot- I've been toodaloo. Up wrong. All right. Good night. Wow. Look at this setup. You, you have a beautiful sound booth. I have my, my pillows, my blanket on the bed behind me. He, he, hey, also man. Has, he also has no windows in there. So you guys might have something in common with your room. So they're, they're, <laughs> they're competitors. Thanks for doing the show, Chick. I'm Joel. Hi, Joel. How's your... Uh throat what's going on yeah we're all right i i did my 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 lady just brought some strep home from the office i'll just i'll talk a little bit less than usual so i'm sure maddie and you can i'll hop in for a little finance and football if it comes up oh what happened to your hair maddie Jeez, get a haircut hippie good i know i know know. i'm a little did you notice how many i got self-conscious i was like he's gonna say something about my hair i gotta (laughs) i haven't seen you since you didn't have any hair at all i know i know well you know i started dating this woman and she was like i like long hair and i was like well i guess i have long hair now oh ain't that ain't that the way fellas huh ain't that the way (laughs) yeah that's why i don't get any girls well, you just said something about shooting your mouth off about a lady bringing that's, something home. Or... That's true, Matt. You're starting to look like the girl from the film The Ring. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, just lean down, do the Kubrick kind of the stare up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. I look like one of the Ramones that didn't make it. Yeah, or Timothy Chalamet true. if things hadn't worked out. Yeah. Which or they just haven't. Timothy uh, Chalamet. Like... Yeah. Um, oh, all right. Yeah. Well, so you want to jump into this? Let's go. I guess. Hello, All right. test. All right. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Hold My Bread. This is Hold My Bread. We're a finance comedy podcast. I'm Matt Backus with your co-host, Joel Lukowski. We'll cut in. We'll record an intro after the fact. We can just go right into our guest. Give him a hearty intro. I know you yeah. love this guy. Make him feel I, welcome. I. It's hard for me not to gush about our guest today. I've oh. been a very. I've been a big fan. <laughs> I think he's so funny. He's one of the best parts of one of the most popular radio shows on the radio it is gush away my friend gush away <laughs> i always get so nervous because i don't want to make people uncomfortable but i have i have i was just telling joel i was like i gotta say all this stuff before i before we have you on but i remember like skipping school and listening to you and like <laughs> listening to your albums when i'm in middle school i'm like laughing with my friends playing video games just laughing our balls off so I, I, so when i started comedy i got to like meet you and be, kind of become friends with you it blows me away i'm blown away well, Matt, I uh, I tell the same thing to people I meet. Do you know that uh, that that kid that lives in New York City, Matt Backus? We uh, we hang out every now and then. Yeah, I know him. <laughs> and people go, people go, you mean Jeff Vibbert? And I go, no, I'm not <laughs> no. him. No, I don't hear from Vibbert. Well, I hear from Vibbert on Instagram and things, but I don't hear from him much. Any- he's there in New York City making the billions, I guess, or something. That's Yeah, he's filming right down the street cool. right now. I just walked my dog past. I probably oh. gave him my strip. Oh, they're, oh, well, fingers crossed. Just kidding, Vibs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, we're yeah. so excited to have you on. Uh, you're you're obviously. Uh, and this is a finance pod, and Matt went over your wonderful resume, so we will be, of course, asking you for money. So 
I would no. I was going to say, uh, uh, those of you who look it up online to see how much my worth is, it's about I don't know seven, eight million dollars off. So <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you which direction. Right but now. yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah. So would I, so you've been in obviously radio for a very long time. Do you and I'm very sure, long time, Matthew? That's right. Yeah. I'm sure you've been uh, invest. Have you been investing for a while? Are you an investor? What are you? What well, is here's what happened, gentlemen. Are either of you married? I'm engaged no. right now. You're engaged right now. You have a date set. Um, you know what? It's at our sis. It's at her parents' place. You know, it's not going to happen for a minute. Okay, well, you know, uh, you can get out now. Okay, that would be the best, uh, the best thing to do. Just get out right now. Uh, I've been married three times, and that third uh, marriage kind of, oh, not kind of. We're adults, right? Uh, wrecked the four hundred one k. As I say, uh, I mean, I've got a little baby four hundred one k, but not, you know, not the lake house four hundred one k. I might have a. Uh, a long weekend at a nearby hotel in front of a pond. But uh, other than that, yeah, it, uh, fellas, don't get married unless you're absolutely sure and uh, save your money. I never did save very much. I was, you know, it was hammer time. What did I know? And, uh, and here we are in, in 2021. And uh, what, what do they say? You're supposed to save enough for your, a year's salary? And uh, I don't know what the formula, you guys know what the formula is. I think the saying is sign a prenup on your third marriage. That's the old. <laughs> I think, that, well, see, two out of three wives were not bad, but that <laughs> third, that third one kicked my ass. And so. now I'm, I'm more curious about this third wife. You know, I'm, I'm the poor guy coming into the wealthy family. So oh, I gotta go, you okay. know what? I don't believe in legally binding documents. Uh, <laughs> it's also gets the prenup for some reason. There is, there is a lake house that I have. I'm trying to angle my way into. So you might be my inspiration chick. You, you sounds like, you sound like uh, George. And uh, when Susan died from the invitations on Seinfeld, you, you would have gotten this apartment and the uh the house at uh, on long island and uh yeah all sorts of things that's why i'm gonna have her send out all the envelopes when we get married that's exactly right that's exactly yeah no i um no i i don't know anything about investing uh i got a guy but i i i don't let him how do i put this i i can't have access to anything because I would check it every hour. I'm one of those guys. We, I can't. We, we are those guys. And, you know, maybe you have a financial guy. You don't know it yet. Cause it Maddie, may be so. Yeah. The Indiana prodigy, Matt Backus. What are you up this year, Matt? Oh my God. What? Oh boy. Stock market uh, whiz, right? I mean, I see, here's the thing. All my success is not like typical and, and traditional Wall Street people would not agree with it. Cause I don't know if Chick, if you've been following the GameStop stuff, but I have more money than I've ever had in my life based off of a couple wild gambles and a couple things that I, I just worked out. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I've seen it in the news and it started out as a joke and then it was not a joke anymore. And uh, then they put the, put the, the kibosh on it and uh, I, that's all i i know yeah and matt and yeah. matt you know 
he's the worst investor. He's the worst gambler. And sitting over here, it always works out for him. I've been betting sports for 10 years. This guy's throwing out 10-way parlays. He's bringing back <laughs> huge money. And it's just like, uh, this, he's the reason why lottery winners end up destitute. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you'll be on that TV show. What what happened to the lottery winners or whatever the hell? They're <laughs> right, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, the multi-millionaires that end up murdered in a trailer for something. <laughs> yeah, right. Why not? Yeah. I um yeah, you're right though. I mean, it is crazy because I feel like I do the research and but then sometimes I've gone from not having any luck. I don't know if you believe in luck at all, either of you guys. I don't but I feel like I've had so much not bad luck, but it's just sometimes I'm like, what is happening to within the last year or so? Like shit, like Joel said, I was home in Indy just uh, a couple weeks ago visiting my mom, and I'm you know, I can gamble on my phone, and I hit on I hit on like one like six part parlay and it paid out, but I hit on like a nine part hockey parlay that was twenty dollars that paid out twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> and people, I I work in the gambling industry. People go a lifetime without taking the kind of wins this guy gets every couple of months. It's gonna give me an aneurysm. Holy hell, yeah. That, that you're you're definitely uh, not the average there, Matt. My yeah, God. it's crazy. It's cra yeah. it's absolutely crazy, but it's like I kind of do it the way I do investing is I try and find pick people pick people make picks on Reddit and people make picks online and I try and look at their picks. I like analyze them and I try and pair up ones that I think are good and uh, it works out sometimes. It sounds like it does. Yeah. Well, yeah. you buy you buy sure you buy uh, cheap and sell expensive. Right. Isn't that the idea? That's all right, exactly. I know. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, got to figure disc, out the tax part. Yeah. But, you know, it will get there eventually. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you've uh, you've uh, filed all your taxes on all these monies, right, Matt? I mean, I you know I got a guy who says he's done it, so that's his all right, problem. all right, okay, good, good. Don't sign anything. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, and if I have to go to jail, I got a guy that'll go to jail for me. You know? There you go. Yeah, another Matt Backus. That's exactly. fine. Exactly. That's no absolutely. That's yeah. why I got to grow my hair out. So when, uh, when <laughs> I cut it short and I go, you're not looking for me. You're looking for a short haired, yeah. a long haired man. That's right. I don't know who the hell you're talking about. <laughs> talking about. Yeah. No, you'll never go to jail. You're so thin. You can just slide right through the bars. That's exactly. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try. Uh, I'm going to fit through the, uh, the tubes like in Shawshank. Really nice. Oh yeah. Well, maybe, uh, you know, uh, some people can't live on the outside. That's a uh, <laughs> Shawshank. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, uh, Brooks that, told us that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Brooks was here, but not for long. <laughs> that's yeah, right. Yeah, people um, can't live in the outside. That's true. And Shawshank and me, like two months after the vaccine, you know, I, like, <laughs> I gotta go back to my apartment. Oh, you kids, uh, you kids got your shots yet? Probably not, right? Uh, yeah, we're last on the list. I mean, yeah. Oh, actually, I'm last on the list. This one, he scammed a vaccine. Oh my last week. God, are you kidding me <laughs> with did, this guy? He, That's why I missed the episode last week. I wasn't here. He was deemed an essential worker because of his comedy. Oh, you come know. on. I've seen your act. You're not essential. <laughs> yeah, I do more oh. ill than good. <laughs> You're not. But can you believe this? So I went to go get the shot and I showed them. I still don't have. I've lived in New York for like six years. I don't have a New York ID yet, which is on me. I still right. have an Indian ID. So I'm I'm there. And I show them my Indian ID and they immediately act like I came from Indiana to New York to get the shot. And I had to be like, do you think I came from a state where it's easier for me to get it to, to here where it's harder for me to get it to scam you? Just give me the damn shot. Right. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I finally got my first one a couple of weeks ago and uh, I'm uh, due for the second one here first week in April. But, yeah, I, I had to wait till it got to 
what was it? 60, 60 and under uh, 60 and over. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, got, I got it in a legal way, Matt. Yeah. Well, you know, if anybody asks, he was legal when I got it. Yeah, if you're going to work for any comedy club in New York City, make sure it's the one owned by the hedge fund billionaire. Huh? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's true. Uh, they, they were like, I, I did. I was like, well, I have to go back to work for the comedy club. And she looked at me in the eye and went, that's not essential. And I was like, look, you and I both know that. We both know it's not essential, but I need it. <laughs> I need it, man. I got to have it, lady. Come on. Yeah, I'm Jonesing. <laughs> Give me that Vax. Oh, man. That's but did you get the Moderna or the Pfizer? I got uh, the Pfizer. Yeah, oh, I got, I got that, that one. Out of here. <laughs> yeah, I got the what ninety-seven percent or something, right? That's the, yeah, uh, I think so. That sounds right. It's crazy good. Yeah, as long so, as you're yeah. not one of those Johnson and Johnson people, you know. No, no, or the uh, what's the one where they stopped because of the blood clots? I forget. Oh, that. I don't even know about that one. No, yeah, it's uh, ah, damn it, what was it? I. It was in Europe, though, so we don't care. You know, yeah, us ugly, yeah, ugly well, American. Yeah, they'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Wait, well, yeah. How do we get on the How do we get on the topic of the vaccine? I was asking a, you guys if you had your shots. Oh yet. yeah, and yeah. that's that's the only thing to talk about right now. That yeah. is small talk. It's like the most personal health decisions. <laughs> just the hey, how you doing? It's seventy two degrees outside. You get the vaccine yet? Yeah, you got the shot yet? Hey, oh, that gives me your age. That gives me <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Yeah, I was just wondering, are you legally obese or no? <laughs> yeah, let me talk about that for a second. Can we? Yeah. I mean, I, that was the thing too. Is like on paper, I don't, I didn't need it at all. Like, I'm not, <laughs> not bad enough. I don't have a job where I need it. I, I don't. I, I feel. You know. Well, which one did you get? Did you get the Johnson and Johnson? Just I got Moderna. Moderna. Okay. Yeah. All right. Man. Uh, and he's so young, you could tell he wasn't qualified for the vaccine. He's the only one saying, like, hey, I, I like getting the shots because of the lollipop afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Jump up on my lap here and, uh, and we'll get you a lollipop. Yeah, um, I had to sit on a Russian guy's knee in the Bronx. <laughs> right. Hey, you know, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. This time it was free. Yeah. What the heck? Um, <laughs> you're, you're So you're a big football guy, right? Like, you could. I don't know if you gamble or something, but you could tell Matt, like, these ways of betting, I, he needs to get out of that, right? Uh, it seems like they're all sucker bets or a dead end, but they're working out for him. I I, I, I don't know what to tell you on that deal. Yeah, I mean, uh, and the old saying is there's a reason the, the casinos are so big, and there's a reason that all these online betting places have all this money to drive all this these policies and politics so we can they can be on your phone and – Man, I remember when it was a. I remember when it was a big deal when New Jersey allowed uh, uh, a sports book, and now look at that. It's it's you know exploded. Yeah, and I just feel bad for you know the small businesses like my bookie named Doug and sure. uh, other mom and pops. Sure, they're they're starting to feel the pain like the uh, the uh, the cottage industry uh, pot dealers used. You know, I mean they're just being edged out of business. That's I was a problem. Yeah. I was yeah, about I mean, to bring that up. They're talking about medical marijuana in New York here. And it's like, or uh, not even medical uh, legalization of, of the whole thing. And it's like, I don't, I, I like to support my local. I like to support zip. What's zip going to do? I got to yeah. buy weed from zip. My boy needs it. <laughs> well, the, and there's one uh, aspect. I got a buddy of mine, a comedian who, who he misses the, uh, okay, now I'm going to have your stuff. I'll be in a, I'll be in a driveway on the East side of town and you flash your lights and he misses all that, uh, all, all the, the the drawn out uh, explanation right. and and the the crime the criminal aspect to it he says he misses it and, and this legal totally legal kind of bums him out I guess 
yeah, well, my mom's buying weed. It's not cool anymore. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what kind of what kind of dopes you get this week, son? Uh, here's what mom got. Yeah, yeah, that's no that's no fun. There were a couple of times I came home from New York and my mom's like, bring some of those edibles home. And I'm like, oh, this used to be a cool thing. Now I'm just <laughs> eating an edible and watching TV with my mom. Oh, oh man, I like those edibles. Yeah, I They're get mine. Cool. From, I right. get mine from Michigan. But you know what I did? I took I ate one. And uh, about an hour later, I thought, well, this isn't very good at all. So I ate another one. And then a half hour later, I went, oh, well, this isn't any good at all. So I had another one. And about then, the first one kicked in. And it was, I honestly, I laid in bed for a, the entire afternoon and stared at my hand. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was amazing. There's something the liver does to uh, the THC or something that changes the high, I guess. Or, I, I don't know. Well, I you don't gotta see your is. hands. I mean, it's just like a headshot. You might just have some really cool hands. Yeah, over I might there. have <laughs> some. Yeah, I got my glove. I got Whoa. my. Uh, yeah, I got my bowling glove. I got a. I got a horrible hand thing here, but uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's why you get that uh, edible for your hand. That's right. A lot of pain. I'm in a lot of pain, Matt. You know that. You know about me. I'm in a lot of pain. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm they're trying to, to legalize. Him. They're trying to legalize. Uh, I keep hearing rumors about how they're. It's crazy because right across the river in New Jersey, you can bet on your phone. You can bet there, but only in New York can you bet in person. Oh, okay. Huh. So, like my DraftKings app and all that stuff. When I go to Indy, it works fine, but I can't open it up in New York at all. It doesn't even. It doesn't do anything. I can't even withdraw money. I placed bets on like who would be selected first round uh, for number one seeds in March Madness, and those bets right. paid out. But I can't even go collect blue. the money until I go to a state that will let me use it. Did Did you place my future bet? You asked who to bet on. I gave you very explicit guidance. Did you do that? I did do that. I did. I put okay. Michigan to win the whole thing. I'm starting to think Illinois is going to win the whole thing, but uh... Illinois could easily win it. But um, you know, I am in addition. So when comedy stopped, I went back to grad school, chick. Right. So I'm I'm a current Michigan student as a 34 year old man living oh. in New York City. <laughs> all right. Okay. And, That's uh, all right. You know, we're going to win March Madness, and then I will set my fiance's couch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you have your own little uh, celebration there. Yeah, yeah, take down this Italian leather. whole place will smell like salami. Well, Joel, I hate to break it to you, but I'm from central Ohio, so I'm kind of a... I was supposed to go to the Ohio State University, but oh. uh, I got a job in radio instead and uh, did not go. They still have $32,000 of somebody, somebody's money. I don't know who it is. <laughs> hey, it, it's, a, it's a good thing you didn't because you know who did go to Ohio State? Mr. Jeff Dahmer. Oh, that's exactly right. He sure did. Uh, and that's what I will forever associate them with, the Ohio State Dahmer eyes. That's yeah, right. That's the one thing I know. And like... Michigan, we have Kaczynski, but Kaczynski, he's like the thinking man's you know, murderer. <laughs> like he has some engineering ability that just speaks to the quality of the academics. Well, I even the, the people who all went to Ohio State or almost went to Ohio State. Some of us look at those guys like they're a bunch of hilljacks. Believe me, you guys in Michigan are the uh, the Harvard of the Midwest. I mean, that yeah, there's no question. And uh, yeah, we're we love our football. That's all we know. Right. That's all you need. And <laughs> You know, how, how about that? Too. How about that, Jim Harbaugh? Anyway, yeah, you're a basketball. Star. I'm the only guy who likes Jim Harbaugh. You know, I just I wear khakis. I get mad at people. I just okay. relate to him. You think you're Bo Schembechler? Yeah, that's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's okay. 
if you're yeah. going to be Michigan coach, don't pull out the Bo Schembechler hat. That's, um, that's way too high of a standard. And the glasses. He's kind of going the glasses around, too. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I just think he's getting paid by Governor Whit Merton just so she won't oh. be the most hated person in the state. Yeah, that's true. Man, that, that's that's turning into a wacky state, right? It is turning into a wacky state. People ask me, where are you from? I say, oh, uh, you know, Ohio. <laughs> that's right yeah yeah go uh, go bucks you ever been to toledo uh, all that uh, the the legend is that toledo and the toledo strip started the whole michigan ohio rivalry that mutated into ohio state and michigan and and then those two states just don't like each other evidently yeah I they think argued they over that strip of land i guess yeah, and the government, they interceded. They gave you guys Toledo. We got a little bit of Upper Peninsula, so it worked out for everybody. <laughs> That's exactly right, yeah. Hell, we didn't know what was up there, you know? God. Yeah, but, you know, Escanaba's not too good of a town. Escanaba. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I'm really doing doing my Midwest deep cuts today. Oh, man, today. you are, yeah. yeah it's right. like a, you're like a, I feel like I'm in a bar show right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody from Escanaba in the house? One guy in the back. Woo! It's a it's a plumber's convention. Yeah. What? Yeah. Boy, how about those L connections? I know, man. Yeah. Uh, Preacher McGuire, brother. Woo! If I had a dollar, I wouldn't be a plumber. That's exactly right. <laughs> Woo! Uh, um, yeah, well, so so you think do you think that the, I was gonna ask you what's the the some of the best financial advice you've learned what's the biggest financial <laughs> mistakes you've made and so far it seems to be don't get married don't get married and if you do uh man i don't know how to be sure obviously because i've tried and i've missed uh on several occasions uh save your money save a little bit all the time i i never got into that until i don't know six seven years ago when, <laughs> when you could see sort of see the finish line you know like i said the rest of it was obliterated but um yeah, it's never too early to start saving. This sounds like uh, a fortune cookie or something. Yeah, there you that's go. good advice though. It's some of the some of the best advice I think is simple advice. I was just talking to a buddy of mine, and he said that one of the things you know people come up to you after shows and they tell you things they get in your face, and they're like, "I have some advice for you," and you're like, "I wish you didn't." Um, yeah, right. Tell me a joke. <laughs> okay, I just got to leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> but he said that you should always do the things you have to do before you do the things you want to do, and it's like to me that's a very uh -huh. that's very simple advice, but I think it really carries a lot of weight. And for me, it's yeah. I don't know. You know, who are you good. performing for? Mitch Album? <laughs> what? Who is Mitch Album? How he old? He wrote are the you? Five People You Meet in Heaven, which was a big hit in the late nineties. <laughs> and uh, Tuesdays with Maury, or whatever the hell that yeah, was. Tues it was with Maury. Yeah. yeah, you got a couple of album heads over here, Matt. I was I think, ten. Yeah, album is uh, he's a Detroit, Detroit Free Press, right? Yeah, yeah, I Detroit. Think. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, he's the, you know, the Dave Barry of my little mitten-shaped steak. Uh, I know him because he was on uh, Sports Reporters on ESPN uh, Sunday morning for the, forever. Yeah. yeah, he wrote the Fab Five book, and that one's yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah, Who, that's a great the, documentary, too, 30 oh, for 30. Amazing. Fab Five. My dream is for my real, like, the thing I want to do when quarantine ends is I want to go to the Basketball Hall of Fame induction and boo Chris Webber. <laughs> I couldn't, but I had no idea that Jawan Howard was the head coach at Michigan until I looked on a, a TV, I'm going to say earlier this season, and I said, 
oh, Jawan must be back for, uh, you know, alumni week or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Jawan's been going after it, my friend. Yeah, I know. I know. He's, he's doing well. Yeah. And he, he came from the Miami Heat organization, which is the best place to learn basketball in the world. So I think Michigan's in good shape here. There we go. We got the March fever here. March Matt. Well, can we say March Madness without getting sued? I think we can. Yeah. Uh, I've been sued by a big sports league before. It's no big deal. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I got sued by Major League Baseball for a bit before. So, you know, NCAA is small. Potatoes. Holy heck. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Don't say Derek Jeter's getting a sex change. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but he is, though, right? No, never. Yeah, but, not anymore. Not since Joel brought it up. Uh, for, yeah, he was embarrassed. Yeah. He said, you know. Joel knows about it? Okay, yeah, I better not. Joel's the one doing it. <laughs> All right. Um, well, so you and you've been you've had the opportunity to interview and talk to and be around a lot of comedians. Do you have you heard do you, I mean, I'm this is a, probably a stupid question, but do you remember any of the, like the stupidest financial advice or cuz comedians are not known for being good with money. That's why this podcast right. to me is kind of funny. Yeah, um just, you know, um I have a, I have a comedian friend that uh, used to, I don't think he does it anymore, but he had a counter when he'd go to clubs and he'd get a head count and the owner would get a head count. So, and you guys know this, I mean, yeah, an owner, if he wants to screw you, he'll, he'll screw you, you know, right. and there's nothing really you can do about it, but I guess, you know, to stand up for yourself and try to, you know, have the, have the people paying you do what's right. Don't you love that sometimes when you get done with the, with an appearance or and uh okay well uh, i'd like to settle up oh well my checkbooks uh i didn't uh uh we're non-profit didn't you <laughs> yeah. it's like all of a sudden <laughs> it's a new thought that somebody's gonna need money or something and and they you feel like you're embarrassing them because you're asking to you know be paid for services that's right. that's always struck me back uh, oddly so and right i feel like there's more of that in the midwest because we're just naturally more polite than anyone else that's yes we're too polite to even ask for money that's like, right i would rather be screwed over than be perceived <laughs> as rude <laughs> uh, that's what the uh that's what we said about the ncaa tournament being in indianapolis <laughs> and uh uh, uh recipients of hoosier uh, hospitality, but we, we didn't want to be rude. So we just put one state team in the tournament. We didn't want to, oh, we didn't want to go overstep Notre Dame and Indiana and ball state. We just said, go ahead. Purdue can go. That's nice for them. And we're just all going to set, sit, sit out. So there. How do you feel about uh, March Madness being in Indianapolis? Is it cool? I mean, it seems um, I here's the thing: everything is everything is nothing because of the pandemic. I mean, I haven't been. Uh, well, that's not true. I was downtown a couple days. I got I got a new tattoo a couple days ago, and that's the first time I've that? been downtown. Oh, did you? I did get a new tattoo. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, Monday was the first day I would. I'd been downtown in almost a year. I haven't. I haven't left my my little compound. I, I, other than, we're lucky. We have been able to go to work during the whole thing because our studio is kind of big, mm -hmm. and uh, we are six feet apart. But yeah, I it, I I would imagine it's really cool downtown. They really. They really know how to host a sporting event. John Feinstein was on this morning with us, and he said uh, he's always been uh, pro in Indianapolis specifically to host the uh, Final Four. And uh, by and large, everybody loved it when the Super Bowl was here, other than the chance it might have 
you know, been cold for people trying to get into the game and, right. and this and that. But uh, everything, everything that everyone needs is uh, within walking distance downtown. Other than, I mean, if you're at a Mackey in West Lafayette or you're at Assembly Hall in Bloomington, I mean, those those games are off site. And uh, uh, but, uh, you know, the dome and uh, and uh, bankers, bankers life. It's right. Everything's right. Down, the hotels are right downtown. And hear how that that Hoosier said hotel hotel. And <laughs> everything's everything's really well, well uh, located other than the steakhouse where the referees went and uh, had dinner the other night. One of them caught covid tested positive. So the other five had to be contact trace so we're down two referees going into the tournament yeah, oh my so, gosh i didn't is, see that isn't that yeah. steakhouse like shrimp cocktail famous enough to make it worth it yeah oh god yeah st elmo's uh in downtown it's uh it's outstanding they're they're their shrimp cocktails really and, good yeah. and i'm so terrified chick that there's going to be games in bloomington my dad lives in bloomington he's a famed eccentric in the area <laughs> okay he's um i've never worked the comedy attic that doesn't stop him from just strolling into the green room, giving away switchblades to whoever's performing. And he's he's now he makes leather goods, right? That's all he does. Oh, all right. He's making his own basketballs and he's trying to get them to play with his basketball in the tournament. Oh my goodness. Well, I don't know if he succeeded, but good luck no. to him. Is he known as an eccentric though? Because he cheers for Michigan and Bloomington, Indiana. Is that why he's, he's an eccentric? Maybe it might just yeah. be the 75 year old Polak cowboy. <laughs> Where's your horse ski? Yeah. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Okay. Sure. Sure. Uh, well, you know, it's funny. You brought up St. Elmo's Joel. That's the St. Elmo's. Uh, that's where I ate uh, dinner with Terrell Owens and Chad uh, Johnson. Yeah, very famous. I think that's what put it on the map. Actually. When the right. hell did when the hell did that happen? When did you get to do that? So when I was like nineteen or twenty years old, and remember when Chad would when he was playing for? I mean, I guess he did it for every team, but he, when he would come into town, he would tweet out that he was going to be at a certain location, and the first hundred people that would be there, he would pay for their dinner. So, oh my god. Yeah, so at the time I was working at a law firm in Chase Tower. I was like okay. 20 years old. I had like my own parking spot. It was super sick. And then he tweeted it out and I was immediately like ran into the office. I was like, I have to go. I'm leaving. I'll be gone for the rest of the day. So I bolt down to St. Elmo's and I get a ticket with a number on it. And my girlfriend's at IEPY at the time. And I'm like, you need to get here now. So I get like ticket 90. She gets ticket like 97. <laughs> And they usher us back and Chad Ochocinco at the time comes in and Terrell Owens comes in and we, they, you know, give us a menu. We get to eat. I, I walk up to uh, Chad. I think we talked about this in the podcast one time, but I walk up, I was like 19 or 20. I was like, I just started comedy. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I like walk up to Chad and I'm like, I really appreciate you. I was like, I think you're great. I was like, you're, you're, you know, the stuff you tweet is really good. And I was like, and I've been kind of going through a lot lately and you could just see his eyes be like, I'm very uncomfortable. I don't care. <laughs> In, in retrospect, I was like, that was a lot to put on a man who doesn't care about me at all. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm certainly not taking a potential career in law seriously. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that was the only time I ever went to St. Elmo's. So oh. I, uh, I, I had the chance to take Joe Theismann there one evening for dinner. And uh, he announced to me just as we're ordering that he uh, didn't eat meat. He just eats uh, chicken and fish. <laughs> <So> <laughs> fortunately, fortunately, they had a very nice uh, chicken breast that uh, Joe had. Uh, that was uh, very nice. But it, 
it's uh, it's a great little restaurant. That's for sure. Yeah, I went to high school with a kid that was like, "I'm a vegetarian. I only eat ham." We were like, "What?" <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Other than ham, it's the only other, than, other than I don't respect pigs. You know what can I say? <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was my that was the first and last time at uh, at Saint Omos. So I'm not a bad not a bad time to go. Not a bad group to go with. I haven't seen yeah. Chad or uh, Torello since then. So I guess you, we're not going to stay in touch. You'd think those two would keep the conversation going. That's for sure. Right? Yeah, I, I will never forget the look on his face. He just <laughs> like, he could not be ready for me to stop talking to him more. Oh, yeah, well, no. No, unless some weirdo shows up and wants to uh, monopolize Chad. Everybody's yeah. OK. Right. In case Joel and Joel's dad didn't show up. But I do have my switchblade here that Joel's dad gave me. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, hey, that's, a, that's a good blade. I did uh, the Limestone Comedy Festival, and Joel's dad walked up to me. He gave me a leather-made satchel with a pair of brass knuckles, a switchblade, a fake quarter, and loaded dice. Holy hell. Yeah, he goes, here's your criminal starter pack. Your dad's a mob boss. You know that, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Have I worked the comedy attic? No. Will I be able to due to his conduct? Also, no. (laughs) Well, if they know what's good for him, maybe... Maybe Jared better book you into there. He's going to wake up with the brass knuckles on his pillow, maybe. <laughs> the wow. brass knuckles, I think, could also be used as a belt buckle. So, uh... How did you get – you must have checked your bag to get the switchblade back, right? Did you mail it to yourself, or how did you get it home? Uh, honestly, I, oh, you know what? I think – Body um, cavity? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, th- I think that uh, he gave me two switchblades. I think one of them I left in Indianapolis, and I think one of them got brought back in a uh, in a, in a. I think yeah, I did check my bag, or we drove back. I can't remember what it was, but okay. I don't have the brass knuckles. I think I gave my sister the brass knuckles. She's in law school, so. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. Need well, those, she'll get used to those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you want to have the home and away switchblade, you know, one for everywhere. <laughs> That's true. Those are sweet. My dad collects. <laughs> I don't know why this has nothing to do with finance. My dad collected switchblades when he was uh, my dad. He wasn't my dad very long. Yeah. Yeah. He had, I don't know, a hundred of them, probably different handles and different length of blades and made in Germany and all this, all this stuff. It it was crazy. I'm pretty sure this is illegal. I don't think I'm supposed to have this in New York. I think. No, no, definitely not. Like New York, that's so, you can't have a box cutter on the subway in New York. You're walking around with a switchblade. I'm not walking around with that. I use it to open my mail. (laughs) Okay. You're fine. Yeah. It's illegal, but only in the United States and Canada and and Mexico. Other than that, you're, you're fine. Yeah. Other than that, I'm cool. I got to smuggle it out of the United States in my hair. (laughs) In your your hair. Yes. Yes. Perfect. You thought I was going to say rectum. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. No. He's a classy guy. Yep. Well, great. Um, well, let's see. I don't know if I have any, uh, I feel like we've been having fun. What, how, what, what, how long have we been going, Joel? This is like 30 minutes, right? You got anything else you'd like to talk to Chick about? Yeah, I think, Joel. What, what's your problem? Who's the next oh. quarterback in Washington? That's what I want. Oh, to know. Uh, well, uh, actually, I was very surprised that we signed Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think it's a, an indication of the new culture. I've, I've, uh, I, after, oh my God, what is it? 50, uh, 54 years of being a fan. Uh, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid again, and uh, it's Joe Gibbs all over again. I think Ron Rivera is who we needed, and the culture's changing, and Ryan Fitzpatrick saw fit to come and play for Washington. I think he's a perfect fit until we find somebody. I think Taylor Heineke, as Chase Young says, will uh, will be amazing, uh, a lot better than anticipated, as he showed in that Tampa Bay playoff game. And uh, I think they'll be fine. Fitzpatrick is the short answer, and uh, if not the entire 
this entire season coming up, I would, I would imagine at least half of it before I'm, I've got my fingers crossed. They can draft uh, Mac Jones, Alabama. He looks like kind of the real deal and very mature and dull. And uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens, but I, the, you know, the defense, I think there is also very real and uh, got then, a whole new and it's attitude too on, on that side of the ball. So. And then Terry McLaurin, whoever's then, playing quarterback, they got a, a real uh, number one. They're waiting for him right. from, number, and he is a Buckeye. But. Number number one wide out. If we go out and get, uh, I, I think they want Galladay from uh, Detroit or whatever. That He's a bum. Is. Is he a bum? He okay, he doesn't right. get open. He he makes like amazing catches because he can't run a route. So then he's uh, hurt all the time. No, man, you got to get separation. Got to get separation. It, uh, we've had enough of those receivers that that can't get open. So yeah, we finally got one. Just need another one. That's it. Just one more, and we got a pretty good tight end. I think he's going to be all right. So you know, I got my fingers crossed. But as I always say, Washington's one of those teams they could go four and twelve or twelve and four. And 12 and four is not likely. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. Wait, well, so I, what's your, what's your tattoo of? I saw it on Instagram. It looks great. Oh yeah. I got a, um, oh, this is uh, kind of boring too. I don't know if you can, it's it the, cool. it's an endless knot. It uh, oh. is one of the eight auspicious symbols in Buddhism. And uh, it defines uh, uh, birth, death, rebirth, and the suffering of life. Go out and make it a great day. Okay, yeah, there you go. Right. I saw it on Instagram. I was like, that rules. Yeah, it. Uh, my guy who uh, tattoos, he. Uh, my first tattoo, I, my second tattoo I ever got, he did it here in Indianapolis. And then he moved to Chicago. And then he moved to Central Illinois. And then he moved to Austin. And uh, I'd specifically go to Austin to get tattooed by him. And I have a buddy there I stay with. And we, we go to the bars and I get, I get a tattoo. And uh, he's Donnie's moving back here from Austin, so I'm very excited, and he'll be oh, back. Great. My uh, tattoo guy. You, when you come to town, we'll see if we can hook you up with. If you can decide on another tattoo, maybe bring Joel. We'll get his, uh, maybe the back of his head color, uh, tattooed there with uh, yeah, some I, sort of uh, a future uh, insignia I, or something. I'm actually <laughs> gonna get the loop of endless suffering tattooed. I mean, just to remind me of how much I enjoy Matt's comedy. <laughs> Oh, okay. I see the relationship we have here. Now yeah. we do that in the morning a little bit, blatant hostility. We kind of like it. And uh, we, we say nobody does it like us, but you guys are close. I'll tell you. Wow. Yeah, yeah, just a, just nice. a couple of good Midwestern boys spitting a little <laughs> piss and vinegar from that's a good right. natured place. Hey, uh, by the way, Bacchus, did you know that Bodart won $40,000 in the lottery? Did you hear about that? <laughs> I did that? know that. I did know that. <laughs> I think that slowly, like, he was like, I don't want to tell anybody, but it's one of those things where he slowly told a couple people, and then it just got out, and now he's like, who told you? And you're like, you did, eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, absolutely he did. Yeah, he told a couple people, and they told some people, but he told a couple more people. Yeah. A couple more people, yeah. Yeah, and like a and now it's on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, now here we are, yeah. Yeah, he. that's how he got that house. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he uh, just fall backwards into money, you know, like you, Matt. Exactly. So you mean my time's coming? <laughs> That's right. I got to go buy a lottery ticket. You have to. You must. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to come uh, get a tattoo from you, dude. If you try, I mean, that tattoo looks great. If you trust him, I trust him. And I, I'm going to oh, yeah. cover my legs. I have three tattoos. I'm covering my legs. I've decided. Oh, cool. All right. All right. So. Yeah. 
Well, thank you for doing the show. I, I You're guess welcome, I'm, Matt. I'm Anytime, truly, Matt. Uh, you know, it's so great to, to get to talk to you. It's been a while. I feel like we, we had a little period where we were hanging out for a bit when I was still in Indy, and it's so nice to talk to you again. Yeah. All right. Well, we, uh, next time you're in town give me a give me a call and if it's after april 7th i'll, I'll try to come check you out maybe the club or something there in town is that, here in is that town. the day you're getting your second shot uh, second shot's april That's 7th the day i'm getting yeah. my second shot oh no kidding i'm gonna wow. facetime you we'll get our shots <laughs> together because you guys are the same age and weight That's exactly and everything right it's unbelievable <laughs> we're like the, the twin sons of different moms That's right. <laughs> we got a real De devito and schwarzenegger situation darn right we do yeah you're darn classic right. twins Congrats, That's right. Jake. You get to be Arnold today. That's it. That, I, I'll be back. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely take you up. I would love to love to get uh, some food or something after everything is a little bit more chill and we've both been vaccinated. Joel, maybe you get your vaccine. You can come with us. Bro. Absolutely. Let you, let you fly again. You know, you being from Michigan, they really don't like you guys to get too far away from the state. But, yeah, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, I'll be there. Okay. You know, I'm getting that knot tattoo, and uh, it was really nice to meet you. I probably nice won't to get you, a switchblade for you. Go oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got one coming your way, and I don't mean that as a threat. I mean that as a promise. <laughs> oh, a cool. Okay, yeah. Well, I'll uh, I'll text you my address. I uh, Yeah, that, that sounds exciting. Great. All right, well, that's it. Thank you for listening, as always. Goodbye, everybody.